Welcome to Your Expansive Self Podcast with myself, Tasha Credle. I'm a deep inner healing and self-expansion coach, meditation and movement teacher, and a passionate student of life itself. My goal is to share with you all that I can to ultimately help you become and embody your highest self in every aspect of your life. I'm so honored and excited to have you here with me, so let's get started. Good morning, everybody. I'm saying good morning because I, I mean, it's 1040 in the morning, but during the quarantine time, you know, good morning starts at like, what, 10 a.m., 11 a.m.? And then you blink and it's 7 p.m. and you're like, what just happened? So (laughs) I am currently sitting on the couch in the sun, enjoying my morning so deeply this morning. Felt very called to just take my time and enjoy the sun and sit outside and meditate and pray and do a line activation. If you don't know what that is, I suggest to check out Ashley Wood. Um, and have some tea. I haven't even eaten yet. I'm just very like listening deeply to what my body needs today. So yeah, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Tash and I'm so, so happy to have you guys here with me, obviously. And today, actually, this is a this is a good subject. It's another solo podcast, but I've felt this energy for a while now. Well, a while. Last couple of days have been very strong for myself and for others as well. And it's falling exactly in the same category as to what I've been talking about lately in terms of honoring where we're at, clearing and healing different parts of ourselves that no longer serve us and expanding into who we are here to be and to really tune into our purpose and who we are at the core without all the conditions, all the fears, all the limiting beliefs and really starting to take ownership as to where we were, where we're at and where we're going as individuals. So before we get started in the entire subject of this podcast, which is all about triggers, reactions, criticism, judgment, being vulnerable, being seen, the shame behind being the mean girl, um, we're going to start with a powerful quote slash affirmations that I found in one of my books that I have at home that I highly suggest for anybody to purchase because it is so empowering and it's so simple and it's so little and I can't believe I haven't even heard of anybody talking about this book and it's by Louise Hay, which she is an amazing author who talks consistently about Uh, self-healing and (laughs) self-expansion ideally and really tuning into our bodies and what they're telling us on the daily and breaking the way that we've been living for way too long in this masculine type of society. So this book is called Empowering Women, A Guide to Loving Yourself, Breaking Rules and Bringing Good into Your Life. And it's this tiny little book. I think it's like 140 pages long. But it's so, so, so powerful. And I totally forgot that I had it. And I opened the book and it says, it's a long affirmation for women specifically. 
So I really wanted to read that to you guys today. And side note, if you can or would like to take the time to actually repeat them with me, that'd be even more powerful. But if if you can't or if you don't want to, just listening to affirmations is just as powerful. I claim my feminine power now. I'm discovering how wonderful I am. I see within myself a magnificent being. I am wise and beautiful. I love what I see in me. I choose to love and enjoy myself. I am my own woman. I am in charge of my life and I expand my capabilities. I am free to be all that I can be. I have a great life. My life is filled with love and the love in my life begins with me. I have dominion over my life and I am a powerful woman. I am worthy of love and respect. I am subject to no one and I am free. I am willing to learn new ways of living. I stand on my own two feet. I accept and use my own power and I am at peace with being single. I love and appreciate my partner or spouse, and I rejoice and enjoy where I am. I love and enjoy myself. I love, support, and enjoy the women in my life. I am deeply fulfilled by life. I explore all the many avenues of love, and I love being a woman. I love being alive at this point in time and space. I fill my life with love. I accept my gift of this time alone. And I feel totally complete and whole. I give myself what I need. It is safe for me to grow. I am safe and all is well in my world. I just... Just reading it, I'm like, wow, yes, 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 yes. And so it's really beautiful because it's very interesting. There's there's lots lots of things we can talk about here, but in general, I call this this time in our in our lives right now where we are starting to recognize our power and it kind of scares us. We don't really know what to do with it. And that's normal, you know, we've lived decades and centuries almost in a space where we weren't allowed as women to speak up, to stand our ground, to be heard, to be seen, to be fully who we are, to be loud even. And there's a lot of shame around that. And so I call this time, I often say this to my clients, it's pretty funny, the solar plexus epidemic. Because the solar plexus is our power center. It's the chakra that is fully aligned with our confidence, our self-esteem, our personal power, knowing who we are. It's our full confidence. And it's a big thing right now where people don't feel, well, actually a lot of people for sure, men and women, but women specifically I find have a lot of trouble owning their worth. And it's not to live behind the story that you have an issue with self-worth. It's more about recognizing that it's probably coming also from a place of lineage. 
we do pass on our traumas and our limiting beliefs and ways of living to our children. So it could be a really cool time to actually look back into your own lineage, your own women within your own family and seeing how they lived, seeing how they portrayed themselves and where did were they able to honor their truths? Were they standing in their power? Were they shy? Were they filled with guilt, with fear? How were the women within your family? And this is also a really interesting time to recognize that yes, we do literally pass on fear within our families and there's so many different studies that came out about this it's actually endless there's actually a book that i read that is called super genes and it's with a doctor i forget his name but deepak chopra is also on it and they talk about how within the great depression there was a lot of fear towards money there was a lot of fear of going hungry and so People had to stock up a lot of their own foods to, well, just in case, you know, they weren't going to be able to eat for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, they never know. And within their own researches, they found out that two, well, the next generation after, so the boomers and even the ones after that, which is the millennials, I believe, I'm not super good with this stuff, guys, so don't hold me accountable to it but they're just talking about the different generations afterwards but specifically the boomers a lot of them had very very subconscious fears within their bodies within their subconscious of going hungry at some point or another so that created this type of fear of I have to eat to the point that I'm full, if not more, just in case I don't know when I will get more food. And that's a lot of obesity and just overweight, just excess weight that we don't need. And a lot of the times people eat way past the point of satisfaction of needing what you needed and that's it. And so if you are one of those people where you find yourself like you constantly eat past the point of satisfaction, like you have to feel full, it'd be very interesting to just take the time right now to look into your lineage and see what your family went through, whether it was your mom or dad, regardless, takes both (laughs) to make us, but really looking into that, it would be very interesting for yourself to just see what shows up in your lineage. And that's another part as to why this work is so important too, because we want to break these cycles so that we don't keep passing on the fears, the limiting beliefs, the traumas to our next generations. And sometimes I have, you know, clients that they have trouble tapping into like doing this work for themselves. And I'm like, that's okay, you know, it's okay to be at that space. Maybe finding another motivation for yourself, your kids, your kids, your future kids are really, really good motivation to have. We obviously don't want them to experience what we are experiencing at a deeper healing level. So maybe using your kids or the next generation or the higher consciousness of the planet to be able to really fuel you to do this work for yourself. That was a little bit of a tangent that I didn't expect, but hey, it is what it is. (laughs) 
So today, my beauties, what I really wanted to be here to talk to you about was triggers and reactions and really looking at life and the way that you are on a daily basis in a different type of way. And I also wanted to share um, a story because I really find that we, well, we do, no matter what, as humans, we live for stories and stories can really help us to actually heal ourselves. So that's the reason why I really choose to be very vulnerable with you guys, being open, because I know that my stories will give you permission to share and embody your own stories and that's a whole other thing that I'm going to be talking about too is like the stories that we have within our heads and why there are so many of them and how we can change them for ourselves. So one of the most beautiful parts about healing and doing the work and expanding into your most authentic truth is really to get radically honest with yourself and start to look at your own coding as your human, how you've been programmed, why you do or say certain things now, knowing that 80% of your thoughts, your actions, your emotions are driven by your subconscious, which is a place that we don't really know what is going on in there until we actually tap into it. We take the time and do the work to go in that space to see what it's all about. And one of my biggest things, I mean, me doing the work is I really got to understand my own coding and not my, not attach myself to it. Just be like, oh yeah, I have a tendency of, of doing that because of ta-ta-ta. And one of the biggest things that I really took charge of this year was that it's funny because I enjoy being open and vulnerable, but there is this other part of me that is like, how vulnerable can you get? And the more vulnerable and open I get about my deep, deep, deep wounds, the more it gets scary for me. And I mean, who isn't scared of being fully seen, fully known who they are at the core? And I'm talking about like all the good, all the bad, all the parts of yourself that you were somewhat ashamed of at some point or another. And so me being fully seen, fully heard, fully in my truth, you know, really owning how big I can be, knowing that, and when I say big, I'm, I'm talking about like really stepping into my power. I'm a Leo. I am all about the power, like the the queen of the jungle kind of thing. Like, and what comes with that is a lot of leadership and also a lot of ego and a lot of, no matter what, being scared of like seen as like almost an imposter. And so maybe you've heard of this or not yet, but an imposter syndrome is actually a thing. And it, they talk a lot about it in books for coaching because a lot of people experience that right now when they are willing or wanting to step into their power and not even just for coaching anybody who wants to start their own thing their own company even if it's like bracelets or food or juices like we have this weird thought inside of our heads that is like who the hell are you to be doing this if you do this people are going to start to see who you really are they're going to start to see that you're a fraud that's the ego, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> That's the ego. It is the mean girl. And so imposter syndrome is something that I don't struggle with now 
but I have the tendency sometimes for it to show up when the most random times sometimes it'll just show up and I'm like, okay, here it is again. Okay, now I just have to write it down. I have to explain what it is and I really have to own what I'm feeling and just so that I'm literally taking the power away from it. And that is really part of understanding that it's just a story that your ego has, that your mean girl has. And it was really funny because the other day I was calling, um, I was speaking to my friend and we're talking about all this stuff and I'm, I'm calling her because I have this story inside my head that makes no sense and I'm ashamed of having this story that is so like dark and, but it's there. So whenever I have this moment where I have this story, I call her because she can simply just hold space for me and tells me like, okay, just throw the story at me and let's just see what's actual, actually true behind it or not. And that's the best way to actually disempower the story within you is to literally state it out loud, put it on the pedestal and see it for what it is. And then you can see, wow, this is so silly. It's just a story. And just dropping that is so empowering and so healing and it works. I'm telling you guys, it works. So I was calling her, telling her that I was feeling so much guilt about this client that I chose to let go of last year because it was just at a point where she was ready to go on her own. I could feel it and it was just, I'm not going to explain the details of it because I'm going to keep the confidentiality between the two of us, but it was just at a point where we're ready to go our separate ways and I felt so much guilt behind it, so much guilt and we had become friends too, um, me and this past client and I just felt so much, so much guilt and so much shame and I couldn't understand where it was coming from. So I call my friend and I tell her, I'm like, okay, I need to express this. Please just hold space for me. So I share this story and we can see what's true behind it. And she's like, okay, let's do it. She's all like excited about it because she's all about self-growth and, and healing just like me. So it's really, it's really awesome. And so I share this story and at the end of it, I'm like sharing different types of feelings and I'm saying, I don't know what it is and I don't understand and why am I feeling this and na na na. And she's triggering different questions for me and I'm asking myself different questions. And at the core of it all, the story is literally, we became friends. She saw more of me than just a coach. Maybe she saw all of me. Maybe I was too vulnerable. Maybe she saw different parts of me that she saw that maybe I wasn't qualified enough to be her coach. Maybe that's why it's so funny because just as saying that, my door just opened on its own and a full breeze came through. <laughs> but so this story was constantly like, maybe she, I was too vulnerable. Maybe she saw that I wasn't good enough for being a coach. Again, worthiness. And maybe she saw that I was a fraud. And then my friend goes, Tash, really? Do you really believe that? And I go, no, no, it's such a story. Again, it's the self-worth, it's the vulnerability. But, and then she's like, do you really think you were a good coach to her? And I was like, absolutely. Fuck, I cracked this girl's door open, you know? Like I literally like slapped her across the face and she saw the world beyond the veil and now she's thriving on her own. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm letting go of this story and I'm choosing to change this story. And right away, the emotions that I held behind this story, what I was telling myself, what I held on to before 
was vanished. And you could even hear it in my voice that it was so much calmer, so much more at peace with the entire situation. I was fully just able to let go of this guilt, knowing that, yes, I am powerful. Yes, I am a Leo. Yes, I am big. Yes, I choose to stand my ground. And yes, I remember my power and I remember how good I am as a coach to these people and to these women. I remember. And then we spoke about how mean our egos can be. And this author and speaker, um, Melissa Ambrosini, actually talks about, she wrote a book called um, Mastering Your Inner Mean Girl. And it's really that. And I really believe that a lot of women have it. I mean, we all have an ego, but like the mean girl, the mean girl. And the fact was that behind the story that I had for so long, by the way, like I'm talking months that was vanished in two seconds. I felt so much shame behind even having that story because I'm like, how can I be so mean? Like, I feel like I'm so mean to myself and to this person and to this story and the whole situation. Like, I just feel like there's just shame behind it. Like, why, why am I feeling like this? And the shame behind the story made it so much worse. And so the second I was able to let go of this story, the shame also went away. So I am asking you today to take the time to think about what these stories are that you live behind on a daily basis, whether they're as subtle as losing a client or a relationship not working out or why your parents raised you the way that they raised you. What's the story? The ego lives for stories. And my last podcast, episode 13, I talk a lot about the ego's tendencies and what it feels like and sounds like. And it literally lives for stories. The problem is that these stories are just an illusion and these stories don't serve us oh my god I'm losing my voice (laughs) I am okay I am back my my grandma who is in France calls moments like this a chat dans la gorge (laughs) a cat in your throat anyways so (laughs) take the time to really listen to these stories and state them out loud and if you need a friend to just literally hold space for you, ask her or him, hey, I'm going to say a crazy story right now that I think is true. I don't know if it's true. I'm not sure if it's true, but I need to find out because it's really draining my energy and I need to start honoring and seeing what the truth behind it all is. So just just be there. Just listen to me or don't. I don't really need comments. Just, Just be here. Just hold space. That's what holding space means. Just literally holding a safe container to be able to share a story without judgment, without criticism. It's so simple to do and it's such a powerful way to heal ourselves and others and really clear these stories out of the way. And so this brings me to my next point is that triggers, reactions, criticism, judgment, all these different types of things. How do we start honoring and understanding the core behind all these different things that happen within us and that we don't enjoy or like or want within our lives anymore. And there's a lot of times that we can get triggered by a friend, by a loved one, by a parent, by randoms, and we don't understand why we are having them. 
So we get frustrated that we are having them, that we are that we are experiencing them, and that builds more shame behind it. That gives it more power. That makes it even bigger, and that sits within us for way too long, in a space that doesn't serve us anymore. So I always tell people that looking at the triggers and our reactions will be our compass to heal wounds within ourselves, and knowing and understanding and owning that will allow us to go through the process with a lot more ease because we just know that oh there's more there's more work to do for ourselves okay like I can now start honoring every trigger that comes through because that is a doorway for the deeper inner healing and so lately I'm like any trigger I get I'm like okay here it is perfect because this means I can grow more awesome bring it on bring it on reaction okay bring it in come on in opening up the door let's go let's do the work I'm so ready to do this because I know that the more I do my work the more I'm able to step it up into my own power and to really stand in my ground and my truth so I'm like come on in guys and it's a good way to doing it too because it brings a lot more positivity and less shame within the actual situation but there's a few things that we can actually start understanding when we get triggered or reactions from another person. There, In my opinion, there are two things really behind it. First of all, you see in them what you haven't owned within yourself yet. I will say that again. You see in them what you haven't owned within yourself yet. Meaning, If you're seeing a person who is like so like happy all the time and so positive and optimistic and it really annoys you, like you don't understand why it annoys you, but it just fucking annoys you and it triggers you and it pisses you off and you're like, oh, this person's so annoying. She's too happy. Well, it's because you haven't owned yet that you could be that person. And there's a part of you that wants to be that person, but you're not even admitting it to yourself. And you're not owning it within yourself yet. You're not taking the time to be that person. And so that trigger is literally showing you, hey, you can be that too. And it's a choice. But you're not taking the time to actually honor that. So that's a really, really interesting point to look into. And number two is that their wounds their own triggers that is triggering you, those dark parts of them, those negative aspects of them that you don't like, all those parts that you're judging and criticizing and be like, oh my God, she's so not awakened yet. Like so annoying. I see that all the time. It's really funny to me. I'm really sorry if you're one of those persons. I honor you. I see you. I love you. But all those reactions and all those dark things that you don't like about a person, whether they're woke or not, whether they're aware or not, whether they're mean or complaining or whatever, their wounds are also your wounds. And that's another massive, radical, honesty type of energy that you need to start honoring for yourself right now because the veil has been lifted, meaning you can see clearly now you can see clearly now the rain has gone. No, but seriously, you can see clearly now that your triggers and your reactions are just your compass for deeper healing. And now my door just closed on its own. (laughs) Wow, a lot of energy in my space today. A lot of truth coming out here. I hope it resonates with you guys. Actually, I know it resonates with you guys. I'm sure you guys are like, damn, she is bringing a lot of truth today. 
And that's what I'm here to do. I am a very, very committed truth seeker on so many different levels. And that's really just who I am on my core. But so anytime, anytime that you're really honoring the criticism, the judgment, the gossip that you are not even consciously doing, start being aware and call yourself out when you're in that space of like, ugh, this person is this. Okay, call yourself out. Oh my God, I'm doing it again. Why am I doing that? Okay, I need to start asking myself, what do I see in them right now? They're this, that, this, that, that. Okay, perfect. Let me write it down and see if that is within me. Is this something that I can't honor within myself yet? Or is this a wound that I haven't seen within myself yet? What is it? And I'm here to tell you again and again and again that you have the power to do this for yourself. Don't dim your light when it comes to healing. Yes, it's work. Yes, it can be dark and depressing sometimes, but it's all for the better. It's for you. It's happening for you. And this is a massive, massive realization to start embodying for yourself that any time you have situations with a person, with a situation, with an experience, with whatever it is that really triggers you, that makes you angry, that makes you sad, that makes you frustrated, that makes you feel so like you got taken advantage of or you don't feel good enough or it just sucks and how could they do this to me? The finger that is pointed at them, the blame, start turning it around and bringing it towards you and start honoring and taking responsibility for your own reactions, your own triggers You're the one who is getting triggered. And I'm not saying that there aren't horrible people out there, but I'm just saying that your energy is your responsibility. So it is up to you whether you react or not. The Taoism, which is um, another religion and culture, they also always talk about what other people think of you and react to you is none of your issue. It's not your problem because that's their choice. And so coming back into a space of knowing that you have the choice to really honor and heal your triggers and reactions and knowing that everything that is happening around you is just a reflection of your own energy. So you can look at this as like, oh fuck, like how did I do this again? Or, oh my God, you're saying that like I attracted all these depressing moments in my life right now, like I did this. You can look at it that way or you can start honoring like, oh my God, I created this. That means that I can actually change it as well. I have the power to change all of that. And the more that you really start to understand And to practice this on a daily basis, guys, daily basis, this stuff takes consistency, discipline, and patience. I will consistently remind you guys of that. So it can't just be like a one or two day a week type of job. it's, It's an everyday practice. It's an embodiment. 
And the more that you do this work for yourself, the more that your life will start embodying exactly what you've wanted at a core level within your higher self, within your expansive self, this person, this way of living and being and the apartment, the house, the job that you want, the more it's going to come forth because you are doing the work. I can't fake this shit. It's it's reality. It's tr- tr- the truth behind it all. And as I had mentioned at the beginning as well, the more you do the work, the more you're breaking cycles, whether they are yours or you've taken them on within your family, generations and generations or past lives or whatever, breaking these cycles. That means, and this is really powerful, that means that we're breaking the cycles for the next generations as well. That means that the next people that will be coming within our world, the next generation, will not be driven by these traumas and limiting beliefs and triggers and ways of living out of fear. Imagine that type of world. I mean, if that doesn't empower you, I don't know what what can. (laughs) Sincerely, because to me, the way I look at that, I'm like, holy shit. Imagine all these people that are not driven by like all these fear-based things that have held us back for so long, but hey, we're doing the work, not just for ourselves, but for everybody around us and for the ones that come after us. Like, holy shit, that's amazing. And if you need to re-listen to these affirmations that I said at the beginning, you know, go for it. I actually just felt really called to reading another one within the book. So definitely repeat these after me and with me, okay? It's going to make it so much more powerful. And so this one is affirmations for honoring ourselves. I am a valued human being. I am always treated with respect. I am empowered. I am supportive of other women. I easily speak up for myself. And I deserve to have boundaries. My boundaries are respected. I make waves wherever I need to. I have a good support team. I have integrity. The more open I am, the safer I am. My self-worth is very strong. I am a woman healing other women. I have a strong energy barrier. And the men in my life honor women. I take my power back. I love and honor myself. Powerful. Wow. I love Louise Hay so much. So again, this book is called Empowering Women, A Guide to Loving Yourself, Breaking Rules, and Bringing Good into Your Life. Like I said, it's very small. It's very potent. Louise Hay is very potent. She's an empowering woman, man. She's amazing. So that being said, my loves, I hope this episode brought you a little bit more clarity as to 
what you can do for yourself moving forward. And like I keep saying and mentioning, this is really a big time for self-reflection and radical honesty with yourself so that you can start doing the work and really honoring and being and clearing and healing and expanding into this person that you are clearly ready to step up into because or else you wouldn't be listening to this episode. You wouldn't be here listening and taking in every word that I'm sharing with you. So that's a big step and I hope you take the time right now to honor yourself, to love yourself, and to celebrate yourself right now. Take the time. Say it out loud. I love myself, I honor myself, and I celebrate myself because girl or dude, I am fucking powerful and it's time that I start honoring that. And on another note, my loves, I finally put up six guided meditations that are literally designed to help you do this type of work, to help you honor, to clear and to heal and to expand into this person, your higher self, your expansive self, as I call her, reason of my podcast title. And so these meditations are specifically, they're recorded by me. I'm the one guiding them. They are designed to help you with that. And they are up on my website for sale and you can have them. They don't expire. They are within a link on a Dropbox and you have them. And they're about 20 to 25 to 30 minutes long, I believe. So it depends of which one you listen to. Um, but they're on my website at tashacreddle.com. If not, I'll just post it, a direct link on my show notes. So you can just scroll down within the episode details and see them there. And these meditations are the ones from the Expand in 30 transformational program that is also up still for sale on my website right next to the guided meditations. So if you want just the meditations, they're there for purchase. And then if you realize that they're so good and you actually want to be part of the program and do deeper work, I also give you a code so that you can have a certain discount off within the program uh, so that it reduces the, the, the actual price that you purchase the meditations for within the program itself. So all of that is there on my show notes in the details or just simply on my website. You can look into online courses. I'm still planning to do more because I'm so inspired by all this that I put together and seeing the change within the women, the women that already purchased the, the, the program. And within a week, I'm like mind blown. Like I knew it was good, but I didn't know it was that good, you know? So I'm super, super happy about the results. And if you have more questions, like don't hesitate, send me a message on Instagram. Let's connect. And I always, always, always highly suggest and appreciate you guys when you're sharing this episode with a friend. If you have a friend who is constantly getting triggered or feels very judging or criticizing or whatever, maybe give her or him this episode, share that to them and just be like, hey, enjoy. Or taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it on to your Instagram story and tagging me so I can repost you, see the love, feel the love and inspire more people to start taking charge of their life by doing this type of work for themselves and always 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 love when you guys leave me reviews they're super appreciated too because this is what allows me to reach more people so that they can see my podcast episodes and I'm actually in the midst of creating an ebook right now to share with you guys for free in exchange for a review on my podcast 
All right, my loves, thank you so much for being here, for listening to me, for taking the time to do this work for yourself. I see you, I hear you, I love you, I appreciate you, and I will see you on the next episode.